2: that's what i always say you always follow yeah the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and Polly howard on vcin
3: welcome in we're live downtown las vegas circa resort and casino this show is brought to you by DraftKings. starting this hour with a bang it's an absolute pleasure and an honor to talk to our next guest legendary sports writer back in boston for the boston globe bob ryan joins the program now thanks for the time today sir how are you
4: I'm doing fine. Good Good morning to you.
3: Yep. So much to get into. Your tweets were awesome during the All-Star game on Sunday. But before we go down that path, you know, we live on the West Coast and not being back in Boston and not covering the team or being around that organization on a day-to-day basis. I was kind of blown away that it was the first ever meeting in person between Jason Tatum and Larry Bird. Should we be surprised by that?
4: Yeah, you wouldn't be if you lived here. Okay. Yeah, you should be a little bit. You know, think there was some circumstance would have brought Larry back here, where they could have interacted. Uh, but Larry hasn't been a frequent visitor here. He, he's been splitting his time since he retired from uh, between Indiana and Florida. And of course, you know he was a Pacers coach and executive, and he just hasn't come back here. And uh, uh, so there wasn't that time. A lot of alumni over the years have. have Dropped in and practiced and this and that. Havlicek, by the way, after he retired in 78, would come back for the next five or six years on his birthday, April 8th, to practice with the team during the playoffs. And they loved it. It was fun. But anyway, Larry has not done that. So this was a kind of a, an historic meeting of the, the new star and the old star. And, and I guess Tatum was totally blown away by it. He was really thrilled to meet Larry.
5: Yes, uh, that was a fantastic moment. And a lot of people were surprised, myself included. You were uh, ticked off on Sunday You've you covered the Celtics starting in 1969. You've seen plenty of All Star games. It didn't used to be this way, Bob. And I know that's why you're so frustrated. As Kobe Bryant once said, "It should be the best pickup game ever." Why were you so Why were you so ticked off early on at the All Star game and what transpired?
4: Because they they showed a disrespect for the game that they play. That that wasn't basketball. And anybody who thinks that that's basketball, where you could tell from the first four possessions to each that this, things weren't going to change. I had said. Uh, in a podcast that uh, I would watch until I got angry. Well, I was angry very quickly, and I turned it off uh, at the end of the first period and went to bed, literally, uh, and uh, was disgusted at the final score. Uh, they showed them they have no respect for the game that they profess to love and enjoy, and I they just don't seem to understand uh, why it isn't incumbent upon them with their great skill to put on a, a, an appropriate show, play basketball. Where's their personal pride? I mean, uh, you, you know, they want to have a little bragging rights over the, the guys on the other team. I mean, where is that? You'd think that would be inherent, but it's not.
5: Can you fix it? I mean, this was supposed to, because Adam Silver was upset, so upset by what happened last year. And then they have Dr. J and Larry Bird with the pep talk about, come on, this means something. Let's compete. Let's show effort. And it got worse.
4: It got worse. And how did you like uh, Adam Silver's way of giving the trophy? Wasn't that great? when he said, uh, you, uh, yeah, yeah you, congratulations, you scored the most points. And and he, he made his point. What they did by uh, responding the way they did to what Adam Silver had asked them to do during the day yeah. and what Larry Bird had asked them to do was to give the finger to Adam Silver and to Larry Bird and to you and me and anyone who loves basketball. And it, and they what they did was insult our athletic intelligence. If we love basketball, we know that that joke of a nonsensical farce of masquerading as basketball it had nothing to do with real basketball and, and they, which they're capable of playing. They were withholding their services to prove, like, to prove a point that, will oh, screw you people. We'll do what we want to do. That's what they said.
3: Yeah. You know, the strange part, though, is that it's a big deal for these players to actually be named an all-star, right?
4: Oh, they want it on their resume. Uh-huh. You know, and I understand. Oh, yeah, sure. They want it on their resume, but then don't go out and, 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 and play a game. Uh, you know, I'm not saying they have to it's the seventh game of the finals. But, damn it, I love that description of Kobe because that sums it up. There should be enough. They don't need money, and money won't be the motive. I'm told people say it's not money that, 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 would, that will make them play more. they got enough money. No, it's I don't know what. They just don't get it, wow. and I don't understand this generation. I just do not. Yeah. But you're right. There were some great all-star games in the old days. I covered a wonderful overtime game in Seattle. In '88, and, and and Bird's first game in, in Washington in '80, when he hit the first three pointers of the of the of, all, you know, of the uh, you know the new rule, uh, w- w- was a good game. And I've seen plenty of good games, and and uh, this is just, uh, including overtime game in LA in '72. And oh my God, yeah, there's plenty of them.
5: Yeah, well, it, it, you're insulting the fan, and then the average working man too, because the team that wins the game gets a hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah, I mean, so yeah. you still, it's like, what, 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 that's not enough now, too? But it goes back to what you said with this generation. Uh, and, and because I think it started with LeBron, because you know this, these guys wouldn't, I don't want to beat you, Jordan, Larry, Bird. I'm not going to yeah. join up. I think it, it's what it is with LeBron going with Bosch and Wade. And now the, all these guys are friends, and you lose that competitive fire now with, with something yeah. like this. What do you think there's something to that?
4: It's possible. I hadn't really thought of it specifically in those terms, but something's going on. Uh, and I saw Damon Lillard, I believe it was, I had, uh, quoted afterward about, but oh, you can't expect men to comp-. He shot down the idea of competing. Like, like, like it was a joke to think that they would want to compete in the all-star game. I mean, and whereas you know, in generations past, That was a point of pride. Yeah, you you, you you out there. I I once again come back to that's a great Kobe Bryant description. You're on the playground. I, I, you know, anybody's ever played YMCA ball. You know, you, you want to, you, Mm -hmm. games to 21, you want to, you want to win. You want to win. They should want to win.
5: Well, you've covered the you covered the Celtics forever, as we just talked about. They haven't they've only have one title since 1987. You know they should have beat Golden State. It was a farce and a embarrassment. What happened last year to Miami? I'm very concerned about what happens in a tight game in their half court offense with two minutes left. But do you think it's falling? Everything's going their way in terms of the Embiid injury and, and the, maybe the Cavs aren't the aren't, aren't the team that challenged them. And the Bucks have their issues. Are the Celtics going to get this done? And they're so much better than everyone. How do you see it?
4: Well, that's the, with a six-game lead now. Yeah, they they're, they're you know running over the field, but uh, we are very wary here because of the things that you cited. This the door. This is a now team. They got to do it. This this group. They have no excuse. They have enough depth. The Pozzingas trade turns out to be brilliant. He's he's giving them a great a great service. They've got enough depth. And here's the other thing experience nobody under the age of 25 plays any meaningful minutes on this team and this is a league where a lot of teams are young look at OKC you know who is good and talented but not experienced and uh, the Celtics are experienced. I mean, Tatum and Brown are in the primes of uh-huh. their career, entering, entering in that uh, they in it. Uh, the two guards who are oh my God, how wonderful are they? Uh, Holiday and White, uh, their coach's dreams. Uh, they are they're in their early thirties, and, and you know they they they're experienced. Um, and now they added uh, Xavier Tillman, uh, who's a who's a young veteran kind of player. You know, twenty seven. And so, um, no excuses. And you're right. One championship since 1986. And, and these, they've knocked on the door. People here, they've seen that one. They've seen that act. They want, they want act, that, that act to close. They want to see this team do it. There is really a lot of pressure on this team locally because people know mm-hmm. it's not about talent. It is not about talent. They have sufficient talent. They have the most talented team, one to eight, and raw talent in the league they have to just do it as you say under pressure uh at which they have not done pr- appropriately uh in, in the last couple of years three years
3: totally agree with that do they have the right coach
4: well, then that's the other thing. Joe, Joe, uh, he's, he's improving. I, I, think he, I think he's going to be okay. Last year, remember, look at the circumstances in which he got the job. He wakes up on the morning of September 21st, and he's an assistant coach with no heavy responsibility. And he, and, and he wakes up the morning of the 22nd of September 2022 uh, as the head coach of the Boston Celtics because his friend and boss has lost his job. He wasn't ready for that job. He wasn't ready. And and, and uh, yet they they won their 57 games last year and and uh, but they did fall apart in the Miami series although they rallied and made a show of it in the end but but that shouldn't have down three zero. He's he's grown into the job I think better I, I I don't think but if they do lose you know the finger will be put. The, the, the finger will be pointed at him. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's no question because that's you know that's just the nature of of, of how sports are, are are treated these days. But so there's a lot of pressure on Joe Missoula. But you know, but hey, they've given him the keys to the Ferrari, so sure. he'd better get it across the finish line.
3: Well, if they don't get it across <laughs> the finish line, any chance that he gets whacked at the end of the year?
4: Uh, I don't, I I don't know. Uh, it I think we have to see how how and why. Maybe there'll be an injury. That's the other thing. Like everybody else, they're they're they need to be healthy. Uh, everybody's got it, uh, indispensable players. Every team, and they, they've got they, they they have to have Porzingis now. He's got he's got to be there. And we're going to be interesting to see how they play him down the stretch because uh, you know uh, in terms of uh, uh, usage, you know he's so fragile. Things just seem to happen. You know what I mean with yeah. him? One of those guys. Things happen. Oh, there's a twinge there. There's a there's a bruise there. a you know you, they need to have him. He's given him uh, really great. He's a much better player than I realized.
5: Do you think Milwaukee will be a tough out, or Doc doesn't have enough time, and they just don't defend to be a, a team to be a, a contender? Well,
4: we'll see what Doc can do with the Bucks. So the, uh, you know, it started off poorly, but they seem to be feeling feeling their way around a little bit better. But uh, uh, yeah, the team. I think Cleveland. You mentioned Cleveland. Uh, they're going to be. Nobody's going to be saying, "Oh, Goody, we're going to play the Cavaliers." I'll tell you that. And, and if the, and, and the Knicks were heading that way right. until the injuries, until o- o- on- Ananobi and, and Randall are hurt, the Knicks would have been on that discussion, too, because they really had a wonderful January, and, and, and they have a lot of weapons now, but when, right now they don't have all those weapons. I think Cleveland could be a threat, uh, yes, but people don't realize how good those two big men are, Allen and Mobley, and of course the guards are, are terrific, and, and uh, when Garland is there, and, um, and so, you know, that, 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 that there's a few things that could challenge them, but Right now, it, it's got to, they have no excuse right now unless somebody gets hurt. Yeah,
3: totally agree. Bob, it was an absolute ple- pleasure talking to you again. Thanks for the, uh, for the time today. We really appreciate that. Have a good weekend.
4: Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye bye. There Thank you go. You, Legendary
3: sports writer Bob Ryan for the Boston Globe. He's on X at Globe. Bob Ryan, he had this tweet during the All Star game on Sunday night. <laughs> if you're not personally offended by this disgraceful farce taking place right now in Indy, you don't love or understand basketball. These, quote, All Stars should be censored. And where are the coaches? Have any of them have any
5: pride? They're all acting like athletic court gestures. End of tweet, Bob Ryan. The one thing I don't understand is how they think it's for the fans where you just don't even bother to try defensively. No, it's... it's, There's no resistance. It's not even an exhibition game. No. It isn't.
3: Because at least there's effort in an exhibition game or a preseason game. So we'll run down tonight's card. They play for real. A lot of teams are on back to backs. We'll give you the numbers you need to know coming up on Follow the Money It's Feast in the Sports Betting Network.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other Even before you do, every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.
6: At UC San Diego, we understand that in order to turn the vast unknown into new cures or human connections or expansive culture, you have to be willing to venture further out. That's why we'll go as far as the International Space Station with cancer cells in hand and novel medicines in mind. That's why we map the seemingly randomness of forest fires and connect them with revolutionary AI to see where they'll appear next. And it's why we arrive on the San Diego shore from all over the world to bring different perspectives to our world's biggest challenges. When you push the boundaries of science, art, and culture, whole worlds open up. And at UC San Diego... That's where the real adventure starts. Learn more at ucsd.edu. you're
5: looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get the daily Best Bet email every pick, every host, every guest. Dog videos, upcoming college hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, full access to Com. With the exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every game, vsun.com slash pro. Subscribe today, com slash pro.
3: I'll ask you what I asked Bob Ryan five minutes ago, but I'll, I'll tweak it a little bit. If the Celtics go down in flames this year, similarly to a year ago when they were trailing 0-3 to the heat in the series, came back, made it a little interesting. Is he gone? Yeah. John
5: Mazzula's out? I'd make a coaching change. Yep. You're not going to fire the players. You know, he added pieces here with Holiday and Porzingis. So that's, uh, I would point the finger at uh, at Missoula. And this is, uh, you know, it's unacceptable. And I know some people are pushing back at the Celtics hype and all this. It's, uh, Bob's right. I mean, one title since 86. This is uh, an embarrassment. Well, this team is absolutely awesome. Oh, well, no doubt. But, but it, also, they were they were stacked the last couple of years. I was though too, say, but have, have we not know. said the same thing yeah. for three years in a come row? On. Come on. What happened against Miami was a total joke. I'll use Bob's word, farce. You, you don't lose the first three games to Miami. No. When you're such a okay. huge favorite and, and you lay over them, okay? That,
3: come on. You know, for the uh, the guy-has-to-prove-it-to-me has crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Tatum is exhibit A to
5: that. I'm with you. Moving forward, I think he's overrated. He's a hell of a player, but it's on the big stage. In the playoffs, the silly, guy has failed over bad. and over and yep. over
3: again. He hasn't played great basketball. Bad and another, shot selection. Yep. Another guy I can't trust at all is Jalen Brown. No doubt. I just can't. <laughs> right. But now the pieces around this year's team is better. They're higher. They have a higher power rating than previous teams because of the Porzingis trade. And then, oh, by the way, bringing in Drew Holiday. Uh huh. They
5: are, they're starting five is as good as we've ever seen in the NBA. There's no way that series should have gone six against Atlanta. You shouldn't lose to Miami. You shouldn't have lost to Golden State in the finals. You shouldn't have gone seven against the Sixers. Oh, and they, b-
3: but I could flip it and you say know? they should
5: have lost the series. Yeah, that's right. Even when, when Embiid was hurt. Mm-hmm. How, embar- how, how embarrassing was that? So their biggest threat, challenger? Would it be a healthy Knicks team? Would you say Cleveland? And this is a, this will be a good test though in the next couple of weeks to just find out if if Miami, excuse me, if Milwaukee is able to get their act together here now that they're three and seven under Doc and that embarrassing performance against Memphis before the All Star break. If they can figure this out defensively and they can and they can get the ship uh, right. I mean I don't uh, maybe maybe Doc's right he doesn't have enough time. But I also like what Shaq said after Lillard won the three point shootout saying you have to go in there and break stuff and scream and yell. Because if you don't get it done this year, they're going to point the finger at, at you, Minnie Lillard, what Shaq was saying. They're, you're going to take the blame. Lillard and Freak. It's not going to be Doc Rivers. It's going to be Lillard and Freak if mm-hmm. they can't get it done. So this will be a, this is a good test starting tonight at a 9 o'clock local tip against the T-Wolves.
3: I just, I mean, the Doc Rivers stuff that came out when we were on vacation, some of his quotes, I, I don't even know. I mean, it's just, it's disgusting to hear this stuff. I don't know what I was thinking. Long road trip was coming up. I should have told the team, yeah, I'll take the job, basically, but give me, don't let's, let's wait until the road yeah. trip is yeah. done. Uh-huh. You know, I don't have enough landing, I don't have enough runway here. JJ like, oh, Reddick's right. Oh my
5: God, the excuses oh, from this guy. JJ Reddick put him on blast, and he was right. You know, one day, Doc. He goes Doc back, R- he did it. When they asked him about blowing all those 3 1 series lead, well, come on, look at this now. Yeah. He, he just, he revisionist history.
3: Think about this for a second. At one point, Doc Rivers is going to, he, he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Right. In fact, I don't even know. Is he in the Hall of Fame already? Because they put people in early sometimes. I don't follow that kind of stuff. But the fact that Doc Rivers for compiling numbers with, oh, by the way, having greatness as talent every year, basically as a coach, is just uh, that's dumb and tells you that the Hall of Fame is also a farce in many, many ways. Yeah.
5: No way, no how that guy should ever be considered well, a Hall of Fame coach. Not when you do a deep dive in the resume. He won a title in Boston, but it was a stacked team. But OK, you got it done but I would think that was a disappointment, You only won one title. And then how many times are you going to blow a 3-1 series lead in the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, yeah what happened you. what happened in the bubble with the Clippers? I mean you're up to, you're up 15 in all those games against the Nuggets and mm-hmm. you blow you blow the games in the 3-1 series lead. Well,
3: okay. So, the back-to-backs that we have tonight. The Cavaliers losers last night against the Magic. It was announced not long before tip-off that Donovan Mitchell was going to miss the game. The point spread only came down like 2 points. They lost it outright. They get the 76ers also on a back-to-back. And I think that final score was actually misleading because they were oh, yeah. losing by almost 30 in the first half to the Knicks. The Cavs are 3-4-1 and one ATS on a back-to-back. Sixers only 4-6 and six ATS. The 76ers are 7-3 and three to the under.
5: Second yeah. night of a back-to-back. Well, I love the revenge angle. And assuming Mitchell's going to play, I want the Cavs. But uh, I don't like what I'm seeing here lately. Remember, they had won 17 of 18. They were hot. They were blowing people out. They held it down with the Garland and Mobley injuries and how well Mitchell was playing. And then that on February 12th, you're a 10.5-point favorite at home and you give up 123 points to the Sixers. After that game, you're down double digits against the Bulls at home and you rally to win that one. And then what transpired last night, too, when you give up 116 to Orlando. So this, is, this will be a good... You really got to sound the alarms if they lose this one. Now, who knows? Maybe Milwaukee just continues to to blow games and, and they don't get their act together and, and Cleveland's never challenged. And now a minus 360 favorite to win the division. Hmm. But I'm telling you, if they lose this game tonight with the revenge angle and you're coming off a loss and you got your MVP candidate back, and that's assuming he plays, then you, you really, it's cause for concern. And maybe you start to question Bickerstaff now yeah, too. I
3: would say is 228, too many points.
5: Question was the total mark? too high? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Because
3: the the Sixers no. played the Knicks last night. It was 110 to 99. Cavs are similar to the Knicks. No, that well that,
5: that I would only want the over. That last meeting was frenetic pace. Yeah, I don't know if mean, the, the Sixers I got whatever they wanted. I don't game. think we get it again. I don't I don't yeah, think we okay. do
3: because outside of Maxi and he had 35 last night. Um where is like the explosiveness for the 76ers? Boy, they are reeling. they need MB back
5: so bad. Uh, where are they going to land for that seed? Well, I like the moves they made, too. But I, I know you're looking at, like, 6-7 seed territory here if you don't get him back. are looking at possible playing. I mean, and, and we'll get to this, how the Nets are a mess. But he lost to the Nets before – when was that game? I mean, they got steamrolled by Brooklyn. And they gave up 136 points. Mm-hmm. So that's how bad it is. And and outside of that that win in Cleveland, well, whoop they doo you beat Washington. Other than that, it's been an ugly month here for Philadelphia. Yes, no doubt
3: uh good good schedule overall not a great schedule but uh plenty of games certainly to dive into here the suns are playing at the rockets phoenix losers last night get a back-to-back same thing with houston suns are five and four ats back-to-back rockets five four and one ats phoenix lane three and a half total here is 231
5: well yeah rockets a much better team at home um yeah it's a tough one on a back i know it's a hard handicap I don't know how these guys do this, do this professionally, and guys like Aaron running because this is so hard. With the like, like, look at the uh, Miami New Orleans game. The Pelicans won. They beat Houston, and Miami is on the road, but they catch the Pelicans on a back to back. So, and you see the spread's only three and a half. So, it's, it's, it's so hard, hard, hard. So hard to beat the NBA, and uh, with ATS. But I, I would, I could only look at the Suns here too because they know this. I mean, they know time is of the essence. That you can't be punting on games. And losing, or you're you're going to be nope. like in that nine ten seed, and you lose once, and bye bye, season's over with all this hype and and uh, big three talk, and you could be
3: out one and done. Well, we have two other teams kind of in that same mix tonight, right? Spurs are playing at the Lakers. Yep. Lakers lost last night to Golden State. There was no LeBron. Spurs are three and six ATS back to back. Lakers no good as well. They're three and seven. Lakers are seven and three over in this spot. Spurs six and three over total two thirty seven and a half, but. LeBron maybe going to give it a go here tonight. He's
5: supposed to play, yes. And I would think uh, he has a big game, and the Lakers get the win. And uh, you think Wembenyama now is as high as one to ten to win Rookie of the Year? It's not over with. Yeah. Okay. No. I know certainly can point the finger at Pop early on for how he was being used, which was ridiculous. And I love Pop, but that was that was nonsense how they were. What they were doing with that team but women yam was putting up ridiculous numbers and is improving week in week out here's the way i would look at that
3: with oklahoma city i would compare it to some of these teams in the nfl right because the browns and the texans had multiple people win awards right coach of the year defensive player of the year rookies of the year whatever in the nba now okc might be the one seat are you telling me that they're going to be shut out of the awards like th- yep. there something's going to happen here yep. where it's going to be a combination of they're going to get coach of the year MVP yep. and Chet. If they win 59 games and the Spurs win lose 59 games, whatever that number might be, Chet, I think. And by the way, like the advanced numbers support Chet compared to Wemby. It's the mainstream numbers where Wemby is now pulling yep. away from him. So uh, you also have the Warriors playing tonight at now, home against the Hornets. Now they
5: should name their score tonight.
3: They played um, so
5: well, and, and Charlotte got their win in Utah. So to back to back you go Utah and the Golden State and the way the Warriors are playing, I mean that's. I think this is um, not enough points tonight. Two twenty nine yep. and a half might be right. a tad short okay. here. Yep, and I'm also I want to take a look at Boston on Saturday. There's only it's a short NBA card. Uh, the marquee game the Celtics are in the Garden to take on the Knicks. If I can lay four in that game, Celtics are hot. They've won seven in a row. They were great last night. I would think with the beat up Knicks with their injuries, the Celtics would get the win and cover Saturday. Well, i telling
3: night. You, I watched that Knicks game last night. They were phenomenal. Oh yeah, I mean. Yeah up next door one or door number two we'll compare similar odds in different markets and see which is the best bet we have a good one here including the maple leafs and the dodgers up next
0: it's time to play everyone's favorite follow the money game Live from the Veasan Studios. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is door number one.
2: New high score. What does high score mean? New high score is that bad? What does that mean? Did I break it? Or door number two. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Here's Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard.
5: All right. Very good. Excellent. These are tough. I love to kick these around. Door one. The Lakers win the title at thirty to one. Door two, Wen Binyama has a quadruple double in a game, 40 to 1. I don't think the
3: Lakers can win the title. When's uh-huh. the last time a quadruple happened in the NBA? My guess is going to be Hakim Olajuwon. I know he did it. I think he I don't was know if one he's one the of,
5: last guy, but you're right. I, I
3: think it's only happened maybe four or five times in the history of the sport. Oh, boy. Did David Robinson do it? Uh, he may have.
5: Um, 40 to 1, but if there's someone that could do it, though, it might be him. It's Wen Binyama. Yeah, he would be the one guy, right?
3: He can do him blocks with, with a blindfold on. Yeah. There's a bunch of games where he's had a ton of steals, though, too. I would say fluky one night that happens. I don't think the Lakers can go on a run. Yeah. I don't think they can go. I mean, we're talking it's, about it's, four different seven-game series. Right. Uh, it's a meat grinder in the West.
5: They might get this. Nah, I don't think the Lakers. 30-1. to one. Much better off with the rollover parlay because we know they're going to be like the 9 or the 10s. Yeah barring a catastrophic injury with somebody else. I mean, that's just, you, you look at the standings, and that's what, yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, because you could just
3: start betting them on a game-by-game basis in the play-in tournament. Go, yeah, there's going to be an elimination game from Jump Street. Yep. Yep. Door number one. The Bucks win the NBA title 7-1, to one, all using uh, DraftKings number numbers here. Or door number two, Purdue <laughs> at plus 750
5: <laughs> to win the Natty. Uh, door one. I have to do it. I, I, I still think that their best basketball could be ahead of them. And then I'm gonna have to take the bucks. I just want no part of Purdue. I mean, we talked about it to start the show. There, there's so many teams I don't want to, I can't trust in March Madness. But I mean, come on. I, I live in breathe. I mean, again, Pat Forty ran it down yesterday beautifully. a North Texas, Fairleigh Dickinson, Arkansas Little Rock, St. Pete's. Why don't we start there? Right? These horrible, embarrassing losses as a big favorite, and now you're gonna be able to win five, six in a row. No. And not like Milwaukee's a prize. It's 7-1. But I I would still, with Freak and Lillard, and maybe Lillard, all-star weekend Lillard shows up. They start to get this figured out defensively. They still have a ton of talent. And I I think that, you know, good luck luck with the Celtics in a big game. with, 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 you know, a game seven tied with two minutes left. And here comes sloppy Joe and turnovers. We've okay. seen it time and time again. I will tie in your Lakers question to the Bucks. I
3: don't think either team can win the title. I would rather have the Lakers at 30-1 to than the Bucs, to be honest, at 7-1. to But I, I will flip it and say there is still enough time here where the Bucs can maybe, although Doc Rivers, as we talked about, yeah. is just, yeah. he's terrible as a head coach. There's enough runway here where they have enough talent to figure this out. Door number one. Your Minnesota Timberwolves win the Western Conference plus 850 at DraftKings or door number two. The Oilers win the Cup at plus 750.
5: Oh boy, this one's tough because is is Canada going to finally end the drought? I um, I'll go door two, but not with uh, a lot of confidence. But as as much as the Oilers have had their issues defensively and goaltending going back in, in the playoffs and what happened last year against the Golden Knights. I, I, I have to factor in history with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Two all-time playoff wins? Series? In the series? Garnett made one conference final? They lost to the Lakers? So, it uh, they, they, they lost in five, but gave Denver a good series last year. But how many times is Cat in foul trouble? That's another thing. Can mm-hmm. that guy stay out of foul trouble? I'll have to go door two with the Oilers. You?
3: Yeah, probably. These are tough. If you, I mean, I, mean. I, I I believe the wolves are legit, like completely legit. But the Oilers are probably the highest power-rated team in hockey. So, I mean, right there, neck well, and neck with a team like Colorado out of the West, and maybe got some
5: issues now since the. No, no, I understand it that.
3: but overall on the ice when they're skating yeah. again in a seven-game series, it's tough to have more talent than that team. So I'd probably lean Oilers as well. Door number one, Kentucky makes the Final Four at seven to one, or door number
5: two, the Knicks win the East at seven to one. Oh boy, they were. Well, I'm going to say door two because uh, again, Kentucky keeps telling me and showing me who they are. No consistency, losing those three games in a row at home. The Auburn win was nice, but then you follow that up or you get beat by LSU. So I, I and I, I have zero confidence in Calipari. which we, we saw how great the Knicks were playing before the injuries. The if there is if I get Randall back, he's not going to have surgery. He's going to be okay. But certainly, if, if assuming the Knicks are healthy, I want door two, the Knicks to win the East, as opposed to Kentucky making a deep run.
3: Can you believe the Knicks are down as low as 7-1 to one to win the East? That's where we're at right now in that conference? Yep. All right, this is a good one. Door number one, I'll go back to the cup, and a Canadian team winning it. The Maple Leafs. Win the Stanley Cup at 14 to 1. Or, hello, Dodgers up 8 nothing top of the first yesterday against the Padres. The Dodgers missed the playoffs. 15 to 1 is door number 2.
5: I, can't, I don't think. Yeah. And, Those are similar numbers? I know, this won't happen, but that's. Yo, know, man. Well, the, everything we talk about with Edmonton, at least they've won some playoff series. You know, the Leafs finally won a playoff series, and then the drought, and then they get run out by Florida. So. All the goaltending issues and defensive issues with Edmonton, then I, I raise you and give you Toronto. But how? How in the world are the Dodgers going to miss the playoffs? That would be. That have to be three or four enormous injuries. I don't think that, that yeah, might not I be can't, enough. Right? I, I, right? That isn't enough.
3: They might have to cancel the season for them to miss the playoffs. Yeah. I would not bet them at fifteen to one to miss the playoffs. I would not bet that number. I can't see it. I know. I don't think it's high enough. Because six teams make the playoffs. That's right. Yeah, you're going to tell me that they're going to be the seventh team,
5: even if they had four. Well, come on, look I, at the I, division too. Colorado's awful. Uh-huh. Their win total's is like 59. Arizona was a nice story, but that's still they're, they're not going to challenge Arizona, challenge the Dodgers for the wins. The, Padres, you, come can, on, come can't on. take them seriously. No. Giants are rebuilding. They yeah. they they could have
3: several injuries and still win like 88 games yes. on accident. I know. Yeah. So uh, to me, this would have to be the Leafs at 14 to one. Door number one. Uh, they got blown out last night. Door number one here. Caitlin Clark and Iowa win the title, eight to one at DraftKings. Or you just brought this up last segment. Chet Holmgren wins NBA Rookie of the Year at plus 450.
5: Yeah, remember shop around with that because uh, you know a lot of places put opinion in that. And there's a one to ten out there on Len Binyama. DraftKings has five dollars, six dollars. Huh. I guess you could have a revenge angle against Reese and they and they get LSU. And LSU surprised a lot of people last year. It's it's hard to go undefeated and, and South Carolina's proven that how, how tough that is. I would go door one. I don't think I don't I disagree with you. I don't I think it's gonna be Wen Binyama and Chet's running out of time here. And this is the one award where it's all about the individual accomplishment and has nothing to do with team. Yeah, you might Cause be right. Because I, I, I think Dagnall is going to get coach of the year. And and SGA or Joker get MVP.
3: Yeah, and th- this year was all about Wembenyama coming into the NBA. Yep. And I think he's probably living up to that. I would still go no- door number two here, though, because I think Holmgren can still maybe pull this off. Kalen Clark's an unbelievable story. It will be, to me, 8-1. to one. They're They're going to probably be a one-seed. I would well, call, well, I would okay. call this a minor miracle if they won the whole thing. She does not have really? a good. I've watched them play.
5: Well, who do you have she to fade? She does not though?
3: have a good team at all. Well, LSU's had their issue. I have to fade South Carolina. That's B- it. B- believe no, no. Believe it or not, I have watched and I've studied and I've paid attention to the numbers a lot in college women's college basketball this year. First of all, it's a great sport. I'm not. It's awesome. These teams are really really good. South Carolina is completely loaded. The entire Pac-12 is phenomenal. Yes, I have like three futures to win. Uh, NC State is tremendous. Texas is really good. Ohio State, I think they're ranked number two right now out of the Big Ten. There are a ton of teams. If Caitlin Clark, if they could have had a couple more transfers this last year, I'd tell you that they'd probably win the whole thing. I just I watched them play and I'm like, it's Caitlin Clark and a bunch of nobodies. She has almost zero help on this team. Okay. So t- this would be like Danny Manning and the Miracles if they would pull it off. Although that sounds dumb saying that because they're going to be a one seed. And she's going to be, I mean, forget about like betting W. She's going to be, what is she? She's probably as the same number as Wenbin Yama was to be the first overall pick in the draft. So, and she had, I think, 20 last night at halftime, but they still lost by, I think,
5: what was it, 17, 18 points? Well, you have the injury angle too. You know, the track record of big guys well, yeah, uh, going back in the NBA. So that also could, could help you, out. although they're both big guys and Chet already was hurt, wow. but that's the one thing that could work in Chet's favor. Very true. How would you bet They're the one, tough. by the
3: way, Lakers or Wimbenyama?
5: I want Wimbenyama. 40 to 1, quadruple double? Yeah. You always see funky stuff at the end of the year, too. Remember remember, Robinson had like 70 something when oh, he was yeah. trying to win his, when the, he won the scoring title? title. Scoring, scoring title, sc- yeah. Sc- yeah, scoring title. He had like 72 against the Shack Cl- Shaq had a game, too, where it could just be all right, there's a week left in the season, two games. Let's chase some numbers and let's see what the guy can do. Up next,
3: what will the Pats do at number three in the NFL draft? I've said many times I have concerns if they go quarterback, uh, check that if they go wide receiver. History says top five wide receivers do not pan out that well, especially right away.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.
6: At UC San Diego, we understand that in order to turn the vast unknown into new cures or human connections or expansive culture, you have to be willing to venture further out. That's why we'll go as far as the International Space Station with cancer cells in hand and novel medicines in mind. That's why we map the seemingly randomness of forest fires and connect them with revolutionary AI to see where they'll appear next. And it's why we arrive on the San Diego shore from all over the world to bring different perspectives to our world's biggest challenges. When you push the boundaries of science, art, and culture, whole worlds open up. And at UC San Diego... That's where the real adventure starts. Learn more at UCSD.edu.
5: This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. Great promotion in DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Good article, ESPN.com by Mike Reese, who covers the team. Robert Kraft said this is the most anticipated draft of our tenure. The Patriots, the last time they picked had a pick this high, or low, however we want to look at mm-hmm. it, was McGinnis fourth overall in 1994. This will determine can they turn this around. Kraft thinks he has the right coach now with Mayo, but they went 10-7, 8-9, 4-13. Coaching change, What do they do with the number three pick? Do they trade down and get more assets? Matt Miller, who is a big draft guy and and a scout guy, the Patriots should not draft a quarterback at three. The roster isn't ready for a rookie QB and would set his development back. This isn't Houston with a Hall of Fame left tackle and solid supporting cast. This is closer to Carolina. Wow. Now, Mayo has also said, you take the— Best available player, mm-hmm. and if you do that, and I agree that that's what they're going to do, and that's what you say, then that's got to be Harrison to me. And then I either go in free agency and attack it that way, or God forbid, I try to run it back with Mac Jones, which they're now there. I wouldn't do this, but they're saying it was more of the Belichick sabotage with the Patricia and the Judge stuff that set him back too. Remember, they went to the playoffs. You know, they got routed by Buffalo. But well, they still, still made they, the they, they won 10 games and went to the playoffs. And the kid was like a $4 favorite to win rookie of the year with a month left in the season before Chase came on. So, uh-huh. uh, But certainly, it, you have to smooth some things over in the locker room as well. I would take Harrison at three. And then I would just, I, I maybe a Browning, maybe a Geno Smith, a Tannehill, a, a Br- bring Brissett back, something like that. Uh, But certainly Browning was great when Burrow got hurt. But I I would take Harrison and then worry about the quarterback.
3: So the odds to be the third overall pick in the draft at DraftKings, Jane Daniels is plus 140, where the Patriots are selecting. Drake May is plus 150. Marvin Harrison is plus uh, 225. You can also find other markets as well. For example, the player to be selected by which team. Jaden Daniels is plus 150 to go to the Patriots. They are the shortest shot on the board. Marvin Harrison to go to the Patriots is plus 350. Specifically, that exact scenario has Uh to happen. Uh The Cardinals getting Harrison at four overall is minus $2. The Bears plus 350, tied with the Patriots. The Bears would have to then, obviously, that's going to mean a trade down where they would not take Caleb Williams then, and they probably are picking second or third. They go Harrison, then maybe a, a quarterback with their other pick in the top 10. That to me doesn't seem like it's likely to happen. Uh-huh. Now, here would be my concern over going Marvin Harrison if they don't address the quarterback spot in free agency. I think we can all agree, and you, you summed it up beautifully there with Mac Jones, right? He was minus four, minus five dollars to be rookie of the year before Jamar Chase went nuts in his rookie year against the Chiefs late in the season. He was playing well. They were a playoff team. The, the kid has fallen off the, the cliff since then. Zappy's not it. They don't have that right. quarterback on their roster. So what right. happens over the years, Paulie, when wide receivers, and the way I looked at this, I went back to 1990 and wide receivers that were taken in the top five. I could have made a top three. because we've had a handful of receivers go top three, could have made a top 10, didn't want to go that deep, made a top five. Go back to 1992. Desmond Howard was taken by the Redskins at the time, fourth oh. overall. Oh. Mark Rippon was the quarterback they were a super bowl winning team in his rookie season desmond howard they weren't they didn't use him as a receiver he had 3 catches for 20 yards his entire rookie season what yeah
5: yeah 1995 well, that, okay this, this guy is this guy this is a great discussion because this I, guy is randy moss but if you have a lousy quarterback i yeah. mean but that's look look what we just went through bryce young's terrible stroud was awesome Uh, He also has great weapons, but then uh, the new offensive coordinator, Van Pelt, said everything's on the table. And that was even asked about could Jones be the starter and bring him back. You're going to notice
3: a common denominator here. When top five receivers have done well, they've had good quarterbacks. When they haven't done well, they've had bad quarterbacks. Well, which quarterback category would you consider the Patriots to be in right now? Uh, Westbrook in 1995 also taking fourth overall by the Redskins. Yeah. He had 34 catches for 522 and one touchdown. Gus Ferrat was his quarterback. His career year came in 1999 when he had 65 for 1191 and nine scores. Keyshawn Johnson taken number one overall the next year. Frank Reich and Neil O'Donnell were his quarterbacks. <laughs> he actually had a quite a good rookie season: 63 for 844 and eight touchdowns. Then you get into some of these players: Peter Wark. Taken fourth overall yeah, by the Bengals. Wow. His two quarterbacks when he was a rookie, Achilles Smith and Scott Mitchell. Uh 51 catches, 592 and four touchdowns. Charles Rogers in 2003, taken second overall by the Lions. Off the field issues. His quarterback was Joey Harrington. He had 22 catches for for 243. Andre Johnson had Derek Carr. He was taken third overall. Good rookie season. 66 for 9, 76, and four touchdowns. Uh, he had 11.42 in year number two. However, it was really later on in his career when he started to take off. It was like five years in. From 08 to 2010, Johnson was a machine. Matt Schaub was his quarterback. Don't laugh. Go back and look. Matt Schaub put up great numbers at quarterback. Mm-hmm. 04, Larry Fitzgerald was taking third overall. He had 58 for 7.80 and eight scores. He had Josh McCown, And then he had Kurt Warner and then Carson Palmer for a lot of his career. So, you know, Larry Fitzgerald is one of the best of all time. You remember Braylon Edwards? He was taken third overall out of of Michigan by the Cleveland Browns. Okay. As a rookie, his quarterbacks were Trent Dilfer and Charlie Fry. Uh, To me, that's the exact category where the Patriots fall in. Braylon Edwards had 32 catches, 512 yards, three, three touchdowns as a rookie. His career year by 100 miles was with Derek Anderson at quarterback. He had nearly 1,300 yards and 16 touchdowns in year number three. But all these guys, again, like Kelvin Johnson came in. He was second overall. He had John Kitna. Kelvin Johnson had fewer than 800 yards receiving as a rookie. Year number two, he had Kitna, Orlovsky, and Culpepper. He went crazy. Then he was Matthew Stafford after that. Um... A.J. Green came in, had a huge impact, but Andy Dalton put up good numbers as a quarterback. Here are some other receivers that went in the top five. Justin Blackman, Sammy Watkins, Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, the outlier, he had Joe Burrow. So if you don't have a good quarterback...
5: Cooper's had a good career.
3: No, he has. Derek (laughs) Carr. I've said this many times. Derek Carr has been stealing a paycheck for many Uh years, but that was after the injury. Before that, he was
5: in the MVP mix right away in his career. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So what? But what can I do? Are you okay then with Harrison? And I'm just going to throw names at you: Minshew, Tannehill, Browning, Huntley, Geno Smith, oh, Garoppolo. Because we're not. I can't imagine Cousins goes there. That that's who's out there though. I mean, if I don't. Can but then get- again, but then what if I don't take Harrison? This Randy Moss type, and I take May or Daniels, and they're a bust. And they stink. We're just right. Brex Young can't play. He's terrible. Right. That that, that happens every year. You don't know. Leaf Manning was a discussion. Right. I mean,
3: if we get, let's say we get four quarterbacks taken in the first round, how many of those quarterbacks are going to turn out to be like all pro level quarterbacks? One? That's my guess. Yeah. And probably two of that, one or two will be severe bust, and the other one will be a question mark,
5: probably. Right. Right. That's how it typically goes. Yep. Look at going back to Seattle. They gave Matt Flynn all that money. And then Wilson, with third round pick, beat him out. Yeah, beat him out that year for
3: the job. I Well, of the quarterbacks that you named, is Browning a
5: possibility? I don't see why not, right? Burrow's coming back. The guy put up good numbers. I mean, I think. He did put up good numbers. Again, they have a lot of weapons there. Yeah. But, but if,
3: you, if you give that guy Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Who else? Hunter Henry we're talking about at tight end. Some good running backs. I don't know who the answer is going to be a quarterback. But also, I, I can't disagree with what you're saying. They take Daniels or May there. But the odds are the guy can't play. Total coin flip. And I would lean, yep. lean, I'd give it like 40, 60. He's going to be good.
5: It's it's a good article. And it's, it crafts right. I mean, this if they blow this pick, then there's no telling how long it's going to take for him to turn this around. Oh, it's a monster. Because you're stuck with Josh Allen. You're stuck with Tua in that division, and look how stacked the AFC is. Right. And who knows Mayo's the guy? I mean, who knows? Yeah. Look who he's following. This is Alabama part two here. Another You're great fo- question. You're following the goat. We don't know about Mayo. Yep, yep.
3: That is, well, two and three are huge. Yeah. It, that is, you know, if we don't get a trade, if the Bears don't get offered the mother loan, and they would trade down. Yeah. Up next, professional sports better Paul Stone's going to join us in studio. We'll go over available point spreads for college football games of the year. What did he bet? What caught his eye? We'll ask him coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.